Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. I just want to feel your body. I just want to feel your body on me. I just want to feel your body Evo from Stereo Fox, thank you for joining me. How are you? Hi. Uh, it's great, actually. I am looking forward to the new year. I've been waiting for it for a while. So I always like a new start, you know, like a, like a Monday start and like fresh. It's great. How are you doing? Yeah, likewise. I, I don't know. Well, something has just flipped today. I'm just feeling productive. Had uh, quite a heavy weekend, <laughs> as you can tell from <laughs> like my voice. Like most of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. You've got to, got to see it in. I'm, I'm very excited to have you on the show because I've followed Stereo Fox for a while. You've recently just started the label. Uh, you've even got mugs. Oh my God. Tell, tell, you know, there's so much to kind of dig up here. I love the sound that you put out there. And there's not that many people really pushing this kind of slightly more down-tempo, chilled, especially like a regular mix series and stuff. So where did it all kind of start? Is it just you running the company? Yeah, so first I just want to say that I was so happy when you said, you know, Stereofox, when I reached out to you. <laughs> I think that made my day, like, I think it was a month ago. Um, but, but yeah, uh, Stereofox has been around for, since 2013. And I started with, with a bunch of friends who are actually to this day still in the project. Um, but eventually kind of grew up from a kind of like a side project and a fun thing into a full-on company with employees and stuff like that. And it's actually quite a lot of us. Uh, some people are helping, some people are doing this on the side. Um, and then we have a few full-time employees as well. Um, so I think it totally is like 13 of us or 14. Oh, wow. But then different, different like responsibilities and different amount of engagement, so to say. Um, but it's grown a lot for the past, I would say, two years. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I thought there must be, there must be more than just you. Yeah, because you have so many different. You go on the website, you're like, oh my gosh, and there's all these interviews, and there's just, there's tons of content there. Yeah, that's that's how we started, and we still do this. To be honest, it's so fun because you know, just finding new music, and uh, even though I think not so many people read let's say music blogs nowadays, it's still very fun uh, to do, just write about music and occasionally people just write to you about because of the, of the, the blog post or what you've written. Um, so it's just this kind of feeling of gratification. And of course, a lot of it is in like mixes and playlists nowadays, but mm-hmm. still it's something we do a lot and an interview series. Uh, and as you know, like we, we usually when we invite an artist over, we ask them for uh, for exclusive mix and it tends to happen most of the time. And it's quite nice because you get to know sometimes we have these artists which 
let's say they kind of live in a specific genre and then they come up with a mix that is so different and you're like wow it's really nice actually wow yeah that's that's really interesting i suppose because it's it's quite an open platform obviously the music's um do you get this there's no other way of describing it really other than kind of close your eyes and or go for a walk or just chill to it that's yeah, it. chill yeah um but so it's quite open other than that so it's it's yeah. nice to kind of curate a mix for it it's it's funny because we've always like it's kind of transition with the sound when we started in 2013 i listened to a lot of post rock and indie rock and mm. like that's a lot of, and also acoustic like ben howard that's when the first really big album came out um and then it's racial kind of position then we changed and we grew up because a lot of like some of us have spent like eight years in this project and you know the sound evolves so but we've always consciously tried to feature not just one genre but genres which are kind of overlapping so you can start with instrumental hip-hop and chill beats and then you can go into down tempo and then kind of you can even slowly up the bpm a bit with some electronica but ultimately uh you can cluster the music as, as chill, I guess. For sure, for sure. I love it. I've been working my way through all the different mixes on your uh, on your SoundCloud. I love the way that you label them as well. You're like, this is chill hop and, you know, funk and soul, whatever. And it's just like, there's always kind of three genres in there. Uh, and then obviously yeah. you have guest mixes as well. So, uh, and I mean, you've interviewed, was it you personally? You've interviewed like Bonobo and people like that for the channel? Uh, we did with Taiko. Uh, I did the one with Taiko. Um, Bonobo, we did like coverage and we met the band and we did like uh, photos in Berlin seven years ago. Uh, the one I did was with Taiko and that was pretty cool. Uh, That's amazing. Very, yeah. It's actually even, I think most of the years, you know, Spotify rap, the thing they do every year. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think for the past seven years, it's always Taiko. Just really? like seven the, years. The, yeah, so many years. Amazing. Uh, I just love them, him. Uh, I guess it's a band now. So, yeah. Yeah, Tycho, But it's, sometimes yeah. it's kind of freaky when you... We recently interviewed for the podcast, because we started a podcast um, this year, actually, for the first time. So I, I'm not used to talking to people. I wasn't used to. So mm. we interviewed Comtruz, uh, one, one of my favorite artists. He's on Ghostly. And I have to say, I was freaking out a bit. Really? Yeah. Just because I'm used to writing the questions and like reading and taking more time. And then you kind of get to talk to people. And it's, oh, it takes wow. a whole nother, yeah. Especially if you're slightly, um, you know, in awe of the artist or whatever. You're just like, <laughs> I'd had that when I, I interviewed Cinematic Orchestra and I was just like, wow. I had to get out. I just, it came out of nowhere, but I just gushed out this minute long, just, I haven't loved your music for years. Blah, blah, blah. And they were just there, they're like, okay <laughs> and then it kind of settled into the chat but I was, it was just such a uh, yeah sometimes it's, it's, you definitely learn it's a skill in itself like holding a conversation oh yeah I, I listened to all of the Zane Lowe interviews and I'm like ah, this guy's so good at it yeah yeah what, what's your plan for the um, podcast series and are you gonna because obviously it's quite new yeah so to be honest we always like even the label kind of was a, not as a joke but we just tried to figure things out and do something new and the label which we started in the beginning technically end of 2019 2019 
I was like, okay, let's see uh, if we can actually do what a label does. And I, I kind of thought I knew what's going on, which of course I didn't. And then mm -hmm. we tried it out with five or six releases. Um, and my goal was 5,000 listens on the first releases. And I was like, if we just do 5,000 listens, it's going to be so cool. And then when the second one hit like 100,000 streams, and I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's, wow. So then we kind of start building up and learning on the go. And that's the same thing with podcasts. Basically, we didn't, I don't, we, none of us had recorded, me or the rest of the team had recorded podcasts before. But because the format is so popular nowadays, and it's quite easy actually to, to set it up. And it's very nice to connect with people just like we do now. So we're like, let's just document everything we learn as a, as a curator and as a label uh, into just this audio series, which we also actually turn into articles. So it's essentially it's like a documentation of our journey as we grow as a label. Mm -hmm. And we had a, we had an editor from Deezer there. Um, we obviously had some artists like Contrus. Uh, we had uh, another label manager from Bandcamp. And it's basically uh, we asking them questions that we try to figure out. And I guess that's what other people and artists are trying to figure out. Um, mm. And the plan for next year is to have actually a lot more artists than, than just like industry people. And just to be able to tell the stories in this audio format, I guess that's that's the plan for the podcast. I just got the mic. I'm recording one right now, so that's, uh, yeah, that's I used nice to go mic. to the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, being do able to podcast from home is key, I think, to, uh, to I mean, because you can just do it anytime, anywhere, because especially yeah. as you start getting bigger and bigger guests as well, then they're like, well, I can only do five minutes past six on Tuesday the 19th. You're like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were supposed to record uh, an interview uh, with Quickly Quickly, which is yet to happen. And then we were like 14 hours apart. So we were just like, oh, can you do this? I was like, that's like midnight for me. So yeah. a bit difficult. And that was when I was going to the studio, to a studio recording studio here uh, to record. But now at home is like, even if it's like 2 a.m., I don't mind. It's just a friendly conversation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Feels much more, uh, much more relaxed as well in your own space. Like as a label then, what's kind of your vision for it or is it again you're just gonna like how do you find artists and do they do people come to you mostly or like what's your a and r that was in, initially was because obviously because we had stereo fox as a curator for six or seven years i think at the time the first six or seven releases we had was actually with people we've had been featuring for years mm. way before the streaming like platforms actually blew up back in the days and so we had established, let's say, a uh, internet friendship, if you want to call it this way, yeah. with these artists. Uh, one of them was uh, actually a British guy called Handbook. And um, I basically, I, oh, nice. Yeah, Jake is great. He's also releasing as Verdance, which was one of our last releases for last year. But it was like, hey, we're trying to figure this thing out. Do you want to kind of risk with a track of yours? Um, so initially, we were just talking to people we knew uh, because of uh, this the platform uh, but then essentially how the ANA works now is obviously we have a network of contacts but we also get a lot of submissions as a curator so sometimes we're just gonna like because we have five or six people doing um just submissions uh someone will be like hey i i heard this artist and they send their track and it's really cool should we try to talk to them to release with us in the future and sometimes we also are being proactive 
Um, so it's a bit random, I would say, and it's mm. mostly gut feeling slash we love the music mm-hmm. um, so far. Um, and the vision, so we, I just did a lot of, like, I love data, so a lot of numbers crunching. I was trying to analyze what we've done the past years. Predominantly, we release actually instrumental hip hop, I would say 60% of our releases are beats. But then what we're trying to do for next year is to do a lot more down tempo and chill electronica, which was uh, what we did with Verdun's um, last release, Unison, which just came out um, uh, in December. Uh, so we're going to try to push for that sound a lot. And the other sound, we really want to try to give it a shot. It's more like vocal, like funky R&B kind of hip hop stuff. Because how I see is like, like I always imagine like an, kind of like an evening slash party. And the party starts with the two beats and then goes into more funky R&B hip hop stuff. And then kind of moves into electronica. So mm-hmm. that's the sound I want to cover. And then it's 2 a.m. and you have to go to listen to hard techno and that's where we stop. Yeah, but you've done you've done your bit and you've prepared everyone (laughs) for the yeah. Exactly. I love it when even you go to a DJ, like if you go to an early on DJ set and people starting the night with hip hop or like like instrumental, um, like 90 BPM dub stuff. I, I, I think it sets it up so perfectly. Yeah, like yeah, for me, like you don't have to rush and. That's why I always, even when making a mix, I try to kind of, of course, you have a feel or a vibe, which is what I try to do with the, with the mix, which is airing or is going to air. Oh, yes, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's so good. And a side note, everyone, this mix is incredible. <laughs> you will 100% need to stay tuned until 2 p.m. Side note. Finish side note. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a story and uh, like I try to, to kind of build and change the bpm and because those mixes like they're not being played in, in clubs mostly so mm-hmm. i imagine it's like someone listening like listen to an audiobook but it's just music yeah so yeah well, that's, that's like that's how i view things i guess i i love the fact that you play around with bpm because it does keep it interesting and if you're not trying to make people move you can you know you don't have to build up from 90 and keep to a hundred like all the way to 120 and then stay there you can completely change it up and whoever's listening be like oh banger you know yeah as a yeah I, I, it's a completely different way of mixing and putting together music do you know whose music i really love um and that's been for forever i saw them like three or four times hvob because oh. they like because you can i mean they are cut technically they, i guess electronica slash techno but the music is so different and varies from moods and can be very dark and slow and then can really explode into a live setting which turns into like a techno kind of party they have this great circle live from mexico which is just uh, mind-blowing and that's the kind of stuff i really i'm gonna watch that what what the circle thing where they record it in some mad yeah 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 beautiful Oh my gosh, I've watched so many of those. I've watched the FKJ one, where it's on like, some oh. kind of salt flats. Just I think you can't top that. It's just the best <laughs> thing know. ever, like visually and sound-wise. And when he gets um, uh, lovely listeners, if you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend you go and watch him. He, at one point, he just gets, it's a bit windy, and he just gets his microphone and uses the wind to add something to the song. And I was like, who is this guy? Or is he human? <laughs> Uh, it's brilliant and the, the team behind the project as well like visually the aesthetics is just 
very eye-pleasing <laughs> to say the Definitely. least. Definitely, yeah. It's funny actually because they was doing they were doing that way before the pandemic and way before live streaming was really a thing. And I, yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't stream it; they recorded it. But it's the, the essence is the same. And now, you know, it was actually quite like go back to Bonobo quickly because I watched loads of his live streams. Seeing his living room, I was like, oh, "This is Bonobo's living room. This is great." Yeah. <laughs> like, it's got kind of it's intimate in that respect. Just a very different watch. But um, yeah, I don't They're know. Close to the guys, they also are, are label now. Actually, from what I know, similar oh, okay. happened to. Um, do you know Colors? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They because they're also like based out of Berlin. Um, they are also a label right now. If if I'm correct, maybe I'm not. But I like it's nice. Yeah, I might have actually seen something about that. I've I've must admit I've had most of December off. I had a kind of just yeah. It's been this is probably why I'm so like ready to get straight back into music. I've listened to the bits you sent across just before Christmas, and mm -hmm. then. Other than that, I've just been I've been slowly working my way through promos last week, and now kind of back back in the world with a renewed energy. But um, yeah, so I need I have all this catching up to do. I'll definitely check them out to see if they see what they're putting out. There's just so much good music out there. As well, I was interested to hear where you find it and how it comes to you. And like before, you know, when you first started in 2013, mm -hmm. how I guess that was kind of early SoundCloud days. As well, yeah, you? that was when SoundCloud was. I guess you can call it early SoundCloud, but it was just like very easy to find good music on SoundCloud. The glory days. Oh, I miss the glory days of SoundCloud. <laughs> yes, you basically like a like back then. Was you just like you like a track and then you go to related tracks and then eighty percent is just good music. Oh, and a lot of people were uploading stuff. Which kind of hurts now. <laughs> Actually, I tried to make a sad voice, but um, we 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 kind of powered the webs. We let's say powered the player on our website uh, with their API because um, mm. it just exposes the music in a very nice way. Um, and now a lot of the tracks which we want to feature actually not on SoundCloud, so we use like YouTube or Spotify, of course. But it's just easy to to use SoundCloud. And I often kind of go back to my features from 2013, 14, 15, and just dig around and things do come up, but it just takes a lot more time. And unfortunately, nowadays I have less time than I had in 2013, so I can't spend <laughs> like four hours uh, yeah. digging, digging a track. But is stereo, it's, of course, your, um, is it, is it your main job or have you got, do you DJ and stuff as well? Oh, actually, fun fact, I do have a nine to five job. Oh, wow. Um, so, and then I do this like usually before work and after work, but because and that was a conscious decision we, we took like four years ago, basically the, the five founding members um, of the project, we were like, because we saw a lot of people come and go mm -hmm. uh, in the project and was the, the landscape was very different because when we started, we were still in university and then we had a lot of turnover, people who just wanted to contribute. And then the five of us were like, okay, we all had careers going on and jobs and we were not sure how like things are going to play out. So then we're like, okay, if you want to have this thing going on for a long time, we have to start thinking about monetization and can we bring people that we can rely on, that we can train and they can be basically working full time on this. And that was a conscious decision we did like five years ago. 
And now those people are seven or eight. And the five of us, actually the, the founding members are still have, we still have uh, our uh, careers going on. I work uh, as a product manager for a fitness startup from Berlin. Oh, um, wow. So, I so not in music? No, actually not in music, no. Um, so I do Sarah Fox in early in the mornings and uh, after work. And mostly, actually, I do stuff on the weekends. I usually, one day I take off and then one day I have for, for Stereo Fox. So, yeah, it's been a lot of grinding. Wow, yeah, that, <laughs> so that is say. a lot. <laughs> but, but also, again, you know, it's the age-old thing, isn't it? If you love it, it doesn't feel like work. So. Oh, yeah, for me, it's like how I relax. Basically, that's my hobby. I mean, mm. it's not a hobby because it's actually a very serious project with, like, it's like a company and everything, but... I don't like I can work eight hours or something my day job and then I can just switch and start working six hours in music. Um, and that's I guess that's why it's I keeps going just because we all love it so much and it doesn't feel like work. Absolutely. Oh, it's brilliant. And it's really nice, actually, as I say, to have such a big platform championing, championing this music, this kind of style of like I, I um. I kind of, I started connecting with James Lavelle a bit in back in mm-hmm. before the pandemic, and because he's obviously kind of very much linked with trip hop, and he was like, "Oh, it's it's nice to see people still pushing that sound because not that it's completely gone, but that it's just not really represented in that many places on the radio and stuff like that." So yeah, it's a bit difficult to find, I guess, that specific vibe especially on radios uh we have actually the last one of the things why i love basically doing stereofox is because we always get to do new stuff and one of the new things we did last year was vinyls like we've done a lot of digital like marketing and streaming just because that's our background and then last year we're like okay let's let's give it a shot and try to press a vinyl and so we pressed like three vinyls like we have three campaigns going on uh, and actually one of them the album is coming up um in february it's produced by two bulgarian beat makers uh and it's uh, the main artist is lena she's also from bulgaria and then two beat makers are gena and kamen he's actually based in london it's a great album because it's a fusion of r&b soul and then psychedelic indie stuff um a bit of even like down tempo so and this one we're pressing on vinyl and then the second one which i'm also very excited about is with the english artist called elijah nang and um, uh, he's coming from more like a beat scene and he's transitioning to this very futuristic sound. It's coming out in uh, February as well, Gaijin 3000. And it's like two, like these two records are just stuff that I'm very, very excited. And the last one Insane. is- Insane, insane. You sent these to me. Ah, uh, yeah, this, yeah, I said, yeah. I couldn't believe how, especially on that um, Gaijin 3000, I couldn't believe how I loved every track. I was just like- It's so different, right? Every, what a talented producer to make the the whole thing sounds like his style but each track is very unique and very good and i was trying to pick a favorite like trying to pick favorites and i literally wrote down every track i was like well that, that's it i just want i'll just want every track <laughs> yeah i'm very very happy and then just the last thing we have like a big album coming up this uh with a u.s producer called sofa sound we've been yes. slowly releasing his stuff we just dropped the first EP in November, in December, and now a second one is coming in January. And then the full, the two EPs plus a few other tracks are basically gonna uh, construct the full release. 
So it's a, uh, like a 10 tracks album, which we also press in vinyl. Like tons of other stuff, but these are the vinyl campaigns we are pushing for next year. So if people uh, like to collect the round thingies, then you can find the them. Round the round thing. I'll definitely be buying them. <laughs> definitely. Um, the sofa, I've, I've had, I've put a couple of sofa soundtracks in my show before, actually. It's just really like, if Very you talented. imagine sounds for the sofa, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. And also I've noticed um, in general, what well, I've heard from word on the street that uh, mm -hmm. listening vinyl is just going like it's selling so much more now way more so than dance music and stuff like that which i suppose makes sense if you're going to sit and listen to a whole album you, yeah uh, yeah you do want to sit on the sofa <laughs> I, I quite love vinyl just because um when you put the vinyl on the record and you go away you just let it play and there is no like as much as i love streaming is like next next keep so it's like I always buy records that I really appreciate and I, like, I want to listen in full, like on vinyl, just because it gives you like some sort of, there is no clicking around. You just go with the flow, however the artist has built the track list. And it's, um, yeah, two tracks from the from the mix, which your listeners are about here, are from a vinyl I just got from my girlfriend for Christmas. So it's very new for me, but I fell in love with it. It's down-tempo trip-hop kind of stuff from Sun Junkie. Um, and yeah, I, I really hope people enjoy the mix. It's, uh, it's like kind of like a small story. <laughs> 